Monday. It is the Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by True Mav Fitness. True Mav Fitness is where you go for your fitness journey to get started today. A new way to work out, a better way to work out at TrueMavFitness.com. Two Rivers Ford, where you go for the best car buying experience possible and 2023 Model year Fords available now when you go to the dealership in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage, GaryAshton.com, is where you go for your dream address. Without the stress, the Ashton team has got you covered with that Intel edge you need to succeed. And Superbook Sports, Superbook Sports, where you go to wager on all the action this season. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. Whatever you decide to wager, do so in the Superbook Sports app. So, Titans versus the Chiefs, looking around and uh, dissecting this matchup more specifically. I'm looking forward to heading to Kansas City. Arrowhead is always a great place to cover a game, and I always enjoy my time uh, when I'm there. And certainly, it'll be a hostile environment. For the Titans, walking into a uh, a buzzsaw, basically, and a quarterback who's playing the position as uh, at as high a level as anybody humanly possible right now. But what we're going to focus in on more specifically is what the Titans need to do to be able to manage this game. Maybe not the same way. In fact, not at all the same way that they did against the Houston Texans because it's not the same opponent. But the things they must do differently and the things that they must keep consistent to be able to give themselves a chance to win this game. So let's start with the one thing that you'd have them do differently in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. Your Two Rivers Ford take, what one thing must the Titans do differently to have a chance on Sunday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs? We'll talk about it together. Right after I remind you that Two Rivers Ford presents the take each and every night. They have 2023 model year Fords available for you now. They have the best car buying experience humanly possible, Two Rivers Ford does, because their sales staff does not work on commission, meaning you are not under pressure anytime you go and even explore the idea of a new or pre-owned vehicle at Two Rivers Ford, because they're making a paycheck either way. You're not going to be harassed. They're not going to circle around you like vultures like so many car dealerships do. Two Rivers Ford is the best possible place for you to go for you to build your next Ford at tworiversford.com or for you to shop around on the lot, test drive them for yourselves at Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So what is the one thing that you have to look at uh, and say, okay, this is the thing that the Titans need to do differently at this point? What do the Titans need to do differently to be able to, from one game to the next, between the Texans game and the Chiefs matchup, what is the thing that they must consistently do? D. Good says, get a left tackle that won't get Tannehill killed. Yeah, it's unclear. Not uh, not clear at this point who's going to start for the Titans at quarterback. Um, Tannehill was a limited participant in practice today. I went to practice after I did the radio show. He was out there on a bike, um, but he was one of like, I don't know, there's probably 10 or 12 dudes over there on the bike. Um, and some of them trickled into practice after a while. Tannehill was not one of those. Uh, so for the open portion of practice, because we only get to hang around for the first like 25, 30 minutes, uh, he was not he was not participating. Malik Willis and Logan Woodside 
were the quarterbacks going through the individual drills with the coaching staff, the quarterbacks coach, the uh, the equipment staff who throw things at them while they're working their footwork drills and things of that nature, and Todd Downing. And then when they came together for team, I assume Tannehill stood behind, uh, stood behind the offense and watched as much as participated right now. For what it's worth, Jeff also did not practice today uh, as he works through this ankle situation. So things that they need to do differently, uh, they're going to have to have a passing game. They're going to have to have a passing game that at least threatens in some form or fashion the Kansas City Chiefs deep. This is a much better defense, the Chiefs are, than the Texans. And certainly the Titans approach, I mean, it's almost, there's, this is almost a singular situation that they just had against the, uh, against the Houston Texans where you have a rookie quarterback who you know can't play. I mean, Malik Willis is objectively not good at all uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, at this point, there's a variety of different things that are problematic about him. And, you know, that's okay uh, for the time being. He's not going to be called upon that often, uh, one would hope. But as you look at the game plan that the Titans put together, together, even if Tannehill is is limited in the game but plays, they have to have some semblance of a passing game because they can't run on the Chiefs the way that they did on the Texans. Uh, they'll need some semblance of a passing game this week Correct. in Kansas City, and they will not be able to run the football the way that they did on the Texans no. against this Chiefs defense who's who's playing at a really high level, Greg. And we've talked about Steve Spagnuolo on this, on this podcast no, plenty of sure. times. Everybody knows, everybody in the league knows what he wants to do, but this unit seems to be really, really helping Kansas City uh, further the margin of, uh, of victory that they're able to put on some of these teams because they're it's a really stout group so far this season. Well, and they've got some really good players. See, the thing is, we all know about Chris Jones, but when they're in their base defense, there's a player who plays at the other tackle position named Derek Nadi, who's a really, really good run defender. You know, and very he's very much like the Grover Stewart in, in Indianapolis. Players you don't hear about, but they're really good at what they do. And when you play Tennessee, obviously you tend to play more in your base defense defense than your sub nickel or sub dime so Derek Nadi is going to be on the field and he's a really good run defender playing next to Chris Jones and Nick Bolton uh coming out of Missouri you're familiar I'm sure being in the SEC uh being in SEC country he's become a really really good football player yeah um so you know this is not an easy defense to play against and to run against the passing game is going to have to be a factor one way or the other now that doesn't mean assuming it's Tannehill, and we certainly hope it is, but assuming that it is, that doesn't mean he has to go 25 to 35 for 450. But it, they would not be able to win this game, in my view, based on the opponent, if Tannehill is 13 for 20 for 110 yards. Right. I, I don't think that would get it done in this game. No. So that's Greg uh, breaking down, partially breaking down the Titans versus the Chiefs today. That is a clip from the install of uh, of uh, the 104.5 The Zone Podcast Network, the podcast that Greg and I do every Wednesday, available for you now. So um, there is a there is a lot there that you know we've we've talked about this a million times, right? They need a passing game. They need a passing game. They don't have a passing game. They're the 32nd ranked offense uh, in total offense. At this point, I think that uh, I think that when you look at the think that when you look at the situation um, for Tennessee right now, we know what their pass blocking group is. Dennis Daly, Aaron Brewer, um, I mean, Ben Jones, Nick Petit Frere and, and Nate Davis have been fine. They have been good enough. But if you're getting sabotaged on the left side and defenses just load up the left side and send pressure that way, 
then you're still, you know, you're still continually working behind the sticks in a way that this passing offense is not equipped to do. Now, that is coupled with the idea that their receiving core is severely limited. Um, Dontrell Hilliard is the best wide receiver on the Titans right now, just flatly. Like, Robert Woods is a player that I like. Um, I think that Robert Woods can have a role and a, a higher level function here at some point. But Dontrell Hilliard is the best receiving option that the Titans have on the football field right now. And I think he's a good receiving option. I th- in fact, I think he's a very, very important part of their offense, um, given that he represents the only kind of team speed that they have right now. Uh, Sean Rasul says, Buck, if Willis gets the start, then there is no reason to tune into this game. It will be worse than the Bills game. Yeah, that's probably true. Um, I, 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 yeah, Malik Willis is, uh, I mean, he's just, he's not a good football player right now. And, and I think that, uh, you know, as, if, as long as you've got that defense, you're always going to frustrate an opponent. But yeah, they they would the odds would be insurmountable if Malik was to play quarterback in this game. Now, again, it's only Wednesday; it's the, only their first day on the field, so they are uh, they are you know you're going to have some more time to continue to progress uh, for Ryan Tannehill. I know two days is not a ton of time. Two day, well, I guess three days. Ahead of Sunday night football for ankle, and and it seems that the illness situation is largely subsided. But I do think that uh, I do think that the situation for them is going to be predicated on what they are able to do to get things going through the air. Now we can get more into this. We'll read more of your comments. What one thing would you want them to do differently uh, against the Chiefs than they did against the Texans? Right after I remind you that the place that you go for your fitness journey to do things differently in your fitness journey. True Math Fitness in the Gulch here in downtown Nashville. It's about a mile from my place, but it's very conveniently located, centrally located in the Gulch in downtown Nashville for anybody in Middle Tennessee to get to. If you're a Middle Tennessean, your first workout is free at truemathfitness.com. They will get you started for any level of fitness and you don't feel overwhelmed. You go in for your first class, They are very, very thorough in the explanation of the different stations that you'll use if you do their boot camp style group classes. You can do personal training. You can be a part of their open gym. You can get any level of membership that you desire at truemathfitness.com and get your fitness journey started today. So uh, I uh, I think that the situation for the Titans... You know, the receiving options are obviously limited. Remember that Traylon Burks will not be available. Racy McMath, man, I think, and at, I think it's kind of still up in the air, but I do think it's trending to be significant enough that I, the Racy McMath is, there's no imminent return for him right now. So I'd almost count him out as a part of the equation for the time being when you talk about the wide receivers that they have on injured reserve. So you have Racy, who's on IR, not expected back anytime in the near future. You have Traylon Burks, who will have to miss this next game, but theoretically could be immediately designated to return and then cleared after the fact, but he will have to miss the Chiefs game. And this will be the second game, if memory serves. This will be the second game of four that Kyle Phillips has to miss. Uh, Alex says, what's up with Henry? Well, Henry was, uh, he didn't practice today and he's, he was limited on the injury report with the foot situation. Um, you know, it could be a maintenance day. It could be something going on with Derek's foot. All I know is he wasn't out there today when I went out to practice. 
um, at this point, but I'm not Derek's Derek's the least of uh, the least of your worries at this point. Eric Alonzo says, will Molden be back? He's certainly trending that way. That's why they haven't made a move. They're currently at 52 uh, players on the active roster. I, I think they expect him to be able to be cleared um, at least at least be cleared to return to the lineup. Now, this would potentially need to be expedited given that Amani Hooker also did not practice. And if you'll remember from the uh if you'll remember from the Texans game, he was downgraded very quickly from questionable to out in that game with a shoulder injury. So um, you know, the need for Molden to be able to uh to be available would impact what they've been able to kind of cobble together with Andrew Adams starting at safety alongside Kevin Byard and then playing Amani Hooker in the big nickel package that they like to use. Obviously, if Molden is 100% ready to go right out the gate, they can toss him back in there and he can be their slot. And he has been adept at that last year uh, uh, in the in his rookie season. He was one of the best uh, one of the best corners, one of the best defensive backs, frankly, against the run, especially when you play that close down to the formation the way that he does. Uh, that's a critical part of this because I know for some reason people think that he's undersized. I mean, you know, he's not physically the biggest. He's not Caleb Farley size, but he's uh, he is a uh, he's a little badass in there, um, honestly. So like this need for when you look at Elijah Molden's uh, like thighs, like the dude is the dude is pretty built, um, kind of like Amani Hooker, just kind of squatty and thick. Um, it doesn't necessarily, it probably doesn't look like that on, uh, on, on television when you watch these guys, but Elijah Molden's not like, not like this lightweight rookie anymore. He's been in a NFL strength and conditioning program for a season and a half at this point. Uh, Rick Bates, somebody's asking what happened to racing McMath and Rick Bates just is dead. No, he is still with us when last I checked racing McMath. Um, and yes, he is dealing with a hip injury. Uh, apparently a significant enough hip injury to continue to bog him down. So um, one thing that they need to do differently, they can't run the ball with the kind of volume that they did against the Texans. They're going to have to throw more than one pass in the second half of a football game. They're going to have to have a decent um, complementary passing game that can function independently of their rushing attack, which Thus far this season, they haven't shown the ability to be able to do. But those are the critical elements of this. And you're going to play incredible defense. Um, the expectation should be that they'll play incredible defense and they'll bother Mahomes. But this year, not a lot is bothering Mahomes. And in fact, he's playing as well as he has at any point in his career. Now, they came to Nashville last year. They got their asses kicked. Patrick Mahomes, I saw a quote from him today. I'll see if I can't find it on Twitter. I know that I retweeted it uh, when I saw it this morning because he was being very, very complimentary of the Titans defense specifically and of the Titans um, when the uh, when he was asked about them earlier this morning. This quote is courtesy of, if I can find it, Nate Taylor. Patrick Mahomes on the Titans. Quote, last year we weren't ready and they beat our ass. This team is a lot better than people talk about them. People don't talk about their defensive line. And yes, that's accurate, right? Uh, the, the Tennessee Titans are a perpetually slept on organization and they do play well against the Kansas City Chiefs. So they cannot be underestimated in this spot, even though uh, their limitations are clearly clear and obvious on the offensive side of the football. Clayton Smith says, any idea of the weather in Kansas City? It's not supposed to snow or anything crazy. I haven't looked at the forecast yet. I could probably pull up my Weather Channel app real quick and tell you. I hope it doesn't snow. Uh, the last time I was in Kansas City was the AFC Championship game 
uh, covering that game that the Titans lost. And it's as cold as I've ever been in my entire life. I've never felt a cold like that. Uh, that was January, almost February in Kansas City. And uh, it was negative 19 in the sun. Um, it looks like for Sunday, though, 69, a high of 69, low of 46, uh, and sunny all day long. No, uh, 60 on Saturday, 69 on Sunday. So the weather in Kansas City is going to be about as good as humanly possible for a Sunday night football game. That's exciting. Looking forward to that. Uh, always enjoy my time in Kansas City. Power and Lights District's a great time. Uh, love me some Jack Stack Burn Ends, which is exactly what I don't need to be eating on my diet right now, but still, sounds good. Uh, Titans are, Sin City Titans as a PSA, Titans are 12-point underdogs against the Chiefs. Should be easy money. Go get it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'd probably, I'd, I'd say that's probably accurate. Uh, hell, I think I saw them at a, I think they opened up as 10 and a, 10 and a half point underdogs. And I would have bet that probably too. They, they typically play these games closer than they should. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what, how it goes. So let's talk about the one thing that they have to do consistently against the chiefs that they have been clearly and obviously building upon through the last couple of weeks that has been a part of their five game winning streak and success. Tell you what that is here in just a second, right after I remind you that the Ashton real estate group of Remax advantage is where you go. GaryAshton.com is the place for your dream address without the stress. The Ashton team will get you the Intel edge you need to succeed. They're the best in the business at GaryAshton.com. And they always go above and beyond to make sure that you are informed and armed with the best possible intel when buying or selling your home. That intel helps you sell your home without any showings or staging, helps you find your next home while the real estate market is still red hot, and helps you win the buyer battle and cash in on your home equity now. Trust the team that your favorite teams trust. That's the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, uh, Kenneth Davison asks, Buck, are you going to Johnny's downtown for the Titans party on Saturday night? Um, I don't know. Uh, Johnny's is, uh, is Johnny's the place that they had like the team, like road rally? Um, I think it's also in the power and lights district, or at least if it's the Johnny's that I'm thinking of, it may be, there, maybe there's a different Johnny's. Um, I'm pretty sure I've been to Johnny's before. I'm pretty sure we did radio from there before I was working for the zone. 3HL had a setup there that I did a hit from and, and hung around for that road rally that, uh, that John Robinson and, and a bunch of Titans people were at. I think it was John's birthday. And then of course, you know, woke up, uh, looked, uh, looked pretty banged up and then they lost by, by a considerable margin to the chiefs in the AFC championship game. Um, so I, uh, I don't know what my plans are Saturday. I was uh, looking to make a dinner reservation with some people. Um, so maybe I'll stop by. I'm probably not going to commit to anything just yet because uh, I do have friends in Kansas City also that um, I may I may go and pal around with. But I will say uh, that I did go. I did go to the um, the pre-party that uh the titans fans i think it's uh, the titans fans in san antonio texas like they all travel to houston for these games. titans fans in san antonio or texas titans fans whatever the the name of the group is um they typically do a road rally in houston i did i did go to that one for about an hour with Tehran, and we had a good time uh, everybody was really uh really really uh decent to us there it's always uh 
always great to see uh, a lot of people who watch and listen to the shows and consume the stuff that we do. Uh, so maybe <laughs> it's a long way of saying maybe, uh, maybe we'll see you out there on Saturday night. So what do the Titans need to consistently continue to do based on what they've been able to do thus far? Said Morrow says, I hope we slaughter Kansas city of the Titans. I doubt there will be a slaughter. I don't think the Titans. when's the last time the Titans blew anybody out? Um, man, I'm trying to think of the last lopsided margin of victory that they've had it certainly hasn't been this season I'd have to go back and look uh through their last season results to find uh to find every game that they've played in fact I have my NFL Jesus app pulled up right now so they I mean they had what nine point wins over the Colts they beat the Jags by 18 which is a decent win uh, or a decent margin of victory that was at Jacksonville the Kansas City Chiefs, 27 to 3. That's probably the last time that they blew a team out. Um, that, I mean, they beat the Jags 20 to nothing in December last year. And then they beat my okay, so they beat Miami 34 to 3 in week 17. That so week 17 last year is the last time that they've that they've really, really put their foot on somebody's throat that way. They had a couple, uh, but they haven't done it yet this year. They they, you know, whether they're as good as last year's team or whether the offense is worse than last year's team. Thirty-four to uh, thirty-four to three against the the Dolphins, who I think were riding like a nine-game winning streak coming into that game, is pretty good. So they don't they don't really blow teams out like that. Uh, at least this season, not thus far. But the one thing that they do so well is they have Derrick Henry. And while their game plan cannot exclusively revolve around Derrick Henry this week, as it did almost exclusively last week, it does give them a tremendous opportunity to succeed. Run it down. hands and everybody knows the play that's the most important thing willis give henry goes in standing up touchdown the difference between this league and our team is we got derrick henry most 200 yard games in a career man congratulations So we know their game plan is always going to revolve around volume for Derek, and that is something that they've been consistently able to build upon. I thought their offensive line, for as much uh, for as hard as we've been on them um, throughout the course of the season, rightfully so, that I think they've they've looked really really stout running the football the last two weeks specifically coming off of their bye. I do think that they uh, I do think that there's there's something in there whether it's a comfort level. For, you know, now that they've played a couple of games together as a unit, they have not. Nate Davis has missed a little bit of time, but for the most part, their four of the five have been consistently available since Lawan went down. So, you know, I don't I don't want to get ahead of ourselves and say that the offensive line is is improving, but it does look like they're executing at a higher level in the last two weeks, um, which is critical, of course, to what the Titans want to do. So that's a big part of this. Now, you know, again, the pass protection situations are going to continue to crop up, and, and they haven't found a solution to be able to mitigate that yet. But certainly, Derek gives them the greatest advantage of all offensively that they could possibly have 
at this point, given how limited they are everywhere else. Let's talk about, uh, let's do a gone viral video and then wrap things up for this evening on the primetime show. Appreciate you guys spending some time with us as always. Keep it all, we'll go off the board since we talked a lot of football tonight. The question that I would like to ask you is, or that producer Reed has written here, which musical artist would you not expect to do nursery rhymes? Think about that. Which musical artist would you not expect to be involved in nursery rhymes? That's an interesting question. It's very much off the board, off the beaten path from what we've been discussing. And yet, that's what we have prepared for you tonight. We'll get to that here in just a second. Right after I remind you that the place that you can always go for reliability is Superbook Sports. When it comes to wagering on every sport in every season, Superbook Sports is your place to go. They'll match your first bet up to $1,000, win or lose, when you download the Superbook Sports app. And it will be a tremendous experience for you because they offer all manner of great odds boosts and promotions particularly on local Tennessee teams. Superbook Sports to wager on the Titans, Vols, Preds, and everything else in between. Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, which one artist would you not expect to be busting out nursery rhymes from time to time? Dwayne Holiday, Ice Cube, Eric Alonzo, Lil Wayne. Joe Williams says DMX. Uh, singing Rudolph. Yeah, that's the thing that's out there. Slim thugs says Eric Castillo. Yeah, that's pretty, uh, that's a pretty, uh, uh, <laughs> it's a pretty interesting one. Eric Alonzo says, so will you do the show during the game? Hell no, no prime time on Sunday night. Um, no, I'm working. <laughs> I, uh, there is, uh, I, I, uh, I'll do Titans radio before, um, for a couple hours with Blaine Bishop and Mickey Ryan, but no primetime on Sunday night. Anytime there is a primetime game, a night game, we don't do primetime that night. So Thursday night, Monday night, Sunday night, um, no primetime on those nights. And I'll remind you guys of that by tomorrow when we do our last primetime show of the week. So, uh, but Austin and Zach will have a, a halftime reaction and post-game reaction show, I believe is what they do on a regular basis. No primetime after the game. Uh, so who do you least expect to be busting out the nursery rhymes from time to time? Stacy will says 50 cent, uh, Mark Jones says Tupac. Well, obviously he's dead disturbed says Joseph, uh, Joseph Jimenez. Yeah, that's a, uh, that'd be a pretty good one. I'm going to go off the board here. Did anybody say, did I see a single nominee for Snoop Dogg? I did not. And that's the place that we're going to go tonight because producer Reed has found uh, a pretty uh, interesting video. Affirmations are positive statements that help us to challenge and overcome when you're not feeling good and have negative thoughts. So repeat after me. Come on, everyone. There is no one better to be than myself. There is no one better to be than myself. Today is going to be an amazing day. Today is going to be an amazing day. Now we know some new affirmations that we can choose and learn to say. So next time you need a little inspiration to help you have more of a positive day. Affirmations. Affirmations. Positive affirmations. <laughs> Big time Timmy Tay says that guy murdered someone and now look at him. I'm telling you, there is... It's crazy because Snoop Dogg was investigated for murder. Like for those of you who don't remember uh, early career Snoop, uh, he is uh, he is uh, he is not somebody who you would think would then go on to be best friends with Martha Stewart, 
and heavily featured in Corona commercials and singing affirmation uh, rap lyrics <laughs> with small children about building positivity. And uh, and uh, and that's how these things go. But yeah, I, I got a kick out of that when Reed sent it to me. So I'm glad that we could share that with you tonight. Jackie Holbert just says, what the F? Uh, yeah, that was basically my re reaction to it. But it's still pretty funny. Murder was the case, says Eric Alonzo. That's right. <laughs> uh karen o'keefe says don't blame you for no prime time since you do radio show uh at 19 a.m night i don't know what 19 a.m is at 9 a.m do i do radio at 9 a.m no i do radio at 10 a.m oh on uh on game days when they have noon games we start at nine for the uh for the titans radio stuff but no we will start uh three hours before kickoff so we will go on at about four o'clock and that will uh that will be how these things go not for uh, not for a check. This is teaching kids to be positive, says Vibe Runners. Hey, listen, I love the messaging. Good on Snoop. Snoop, uh, I'm all about second chances. Uh, Snoop is somebody who has definitely made the most of his. Tell me, Martha Stewart didn't have Snoop singing this shit? No, Martha. You know Martha. You know Martha. Throw down a throw down a <laughs> a track that is uh, far far from the uh, far from uh, the affirmation. She probably talk about her time in in Cupcake Prison Camp, whatever it was when she was. <laughs> when she was insider trading on the stock market. Outstanding. All right. Have a great rest of your night. It's going to do it for us on the primetime show. One more show to do uh, tomorrow on the uh, on primetime on the radio show tomorrow. It's a great show. Christian Fulton, uh, Titans Corner, is going to be on with us at 1130. So if you guys want to hear from your CB1, he's been an absolute stud at this point. And, uh, and I think that... Uh, and I think that you guys will enjoy that conversation. Chris is always good to have on. So I uh, I look forward to having. I don't think I've talked to him on the radio since training camp. So 1130 for Christian Fulton and Mike Felder, who is just I, the best at college football. X's and O's. And we'll, we'll break down the matchup between Tennessee and Georgia. So that's tomorrow from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Have a great rest of your evening. But I'll catch you on the radio show primetime one more time this week, tomorrow night at 8 p.m. See you guys. There's All right, we haven't scored a point since I came in here. I am gone, guys. What? what that's but, it. But we got a couple more questions. No, nope, that's right. it. <laughs> Peace out by the GM. <laughs>